Welcome to another episode of the Life Adventurous Podcast. I'm over here having an absolute blast. And you know what's interesting, as I've said this a couple of times today, is and as if you've been following through the series all the way from the root chakra, and now we're in the second episode of the throat chakra. So if you've been following along, you know, the if you felt it, right? If you've been going on this journey, you've been feeling that the energy's been very like grounded in like the lower three chakras. And now after the heart chakra, we've made a turn into the throat and beyond. So it's like, you know, things might feel a little lighter, they might feel a little differently, and that's okay. So I just wanted to bring that up as a point because each person that I bring on like just more and more opens up for myself. I know it's opening up for you and that's the point like for you to continue to recognize and notice trends along this journey. So as we continue on the throat chakra and we really step into our our voice and who we are and really own that, I have such a powerful guest on today and I'm so excited because she has been on quite the journey and she's gonna share a lot of that with you. Her name is Kiersey England. She's got two kids. She's been an entrepreneur for four years. She does a lot of spiritual and energy work. She's a yogini. She is also like a life coach, but also she's like a rebel at heart. So it's like she wants to break all the rules and help create like something new and different as a, as a perspective for you to step into. She's all about love and light and being a leader to help other people wake up to find their own voice and purpose. So Kiersey, welcome to the show. Share a little bit about you and then you have to share something fun. Oh my God, thank you so much. That was like perfect introduction. <laughs> I couldn't have said it anymore better by myself. Thank you so much. Ah, yeah, what, what shall I add to that? Yeah, I have two kids. They are eight and nine years old. So it's pretty busy home life here. And then also we got a puppy who oh. is now eight months. Wow. So, he, you know, he's like a third child yes. in the house. Yes. <laughs> And yes, I have been an entrepreneur about four or five years and yoga studio owner for soon four years. And it's still hanging on. I'm so like glad and happy that this COVID hasn't, at least not yet, hit, hit that bad here in Finland that I can still have my yoga studio open. I'm really glad. And like you said, rebel. I hate rules and I just... I guess I'm here and also on in your pod podcast because I have this message to share everyone. Just like be themselves, be real, be you. That's actually one of my slogan. Be you, be real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it because that's like, I think that that's all of our journeys as humans to reconnect back to who we really are because of all the conditioning and society and the and the rules and all of that. And I and I believe that that's part of the journey of the throat chakra. So what does the throat chakra mean to you and your work? Oh, really much. First of all, I have been struggling with my throat chakra like always since I was a child, teenager especially. And uh, that is quite weird since my last profession before I jumped into entrepreneurship, it was a class teacher. <laughs> So uh, that means as a teacher, I should have really good skills with speaking and I should be okay, like 
to speak and stand in front of the public and you know share share things and everything stuff like that but i have actually always hated it really much so speaking is really important tool of course since i'm a yoga teacher now not a class teacher and also a life coach and i do yeah actually everything what i do i use my voice really much so really important skill but for me throat chakra represents much more than just a skill or a communication it represents to me like your own truth and who you actually are finding your own voice you know what i find interesting because what you said is you said because i was a teacher i should have been good at this you know the speaking thing but i also feel like okay you're teaching which means you're teaching someone else's content right you're kind of Mm -hmm. like regurgitating something that you learned versus when especially when it's a life coach or you're creating your own systems or you're you're on your own journey i feel like that's a totally different thing yeah because that's that's like deep it's vulnerable right yeah yeah and that was i think that was one of the things i quit i i was about two years i had my own class uh teacher and then i just realized like oh my god i the job didn't give me any joy I was just like exhausted and all the time, just like counting days. When is the next vacation? Like, oh, this can't be my life. Like, I really, <laughs> I can't be working like this for the next, what, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Like, this has to come to an end. I realized that I do like teaching. Actually, I do love teaching. And also I realized I'm good at that. But there was something in my heart saying to me, like, there is something else you need to teach. There is something else you need to share. And then I started to dig deeper to my own truth. And here I am. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> speaking with you. Yes. <laughs> All around the world. I live in Finland. Did you say it already? Maybe you said. That's okay. Well, we'd <laughs> yeah. love to hear it again. It's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, yeah. I was just sitting here thinking like we, we, we have such parallel lives. Like it's, it's amazing that we've connected and we were chatting about this before the podcast, you know, just how much we have in common. And, and I'm really curious about this, right? Because what you just said about, you know, you were in a job, you realized, you know, like, I don't really love this. And I don't know if I want to do this the rest of my life. You know, I feel like that's the same thing I have thought over here. However, one thing I'm really curious about is here in the States, it seems as if the whole working thing is all about working a ton, getting very little vacation and maxing out. And my impression is that in Europe, overseas and other countries, you know, and I, I can only assume, and you're going to have to fill me in, like in Finland, like I have this idea that on the other side of the world, vacation, you get lots of it. People aren't like, you know, working 80 hour weeks like they are here in the States. But you fill me in and let me know because I found it very interesting that you had a similar thought that I did. But I thought some of that had to do with like the work style here in the States. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah, it does make sense. Uh, Actually, we do have quite much vacation here in Finland. Mm -hmm. Some might even have six to eight weeks per year. So, and that's just entry so level. That's why I was counting. Yeah, then that's just entry <laughs> level. Like when you start, you'll get six to um, eight weeks. It depends. No, starting level. Yeah, it depends on profession. But okay. it, could be, it could be two weeks or four weeks. I think the quite basic is four weeks. Yeah. But yeah. The basic here is barely two. Yeah. And you're encouraged yeah. not to take it in many. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
but otherwise, yeah, people work like the normal working week. It's it's pretty much like eight hours per day. Okay. So that's about 40, 40 hours per mm-hmm. week. So, but even with that, I mean, you could say the same thing here, but I feel like the culture here in corporate America is about being the first one in, the last one out, you know, mm-hmm. improve, you know, showing off to your boss. Like it literally is a badge of honor for people here to not take their vacation and say, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. look at me, boss. Like I stayed and worked, you know, ha, look at all this. You know, it's, 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 that's one thing I don't like about the culture. And so while I say that's something different, we both had aspects that we didn't like about our jobs where we were looking for something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one aspect because no matter where you are in the world, everybody could very easily have that thought. Like, I don't like what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But I thought, I just assumed that a lot of it was driven by the fact that we're expected to work so much. Yeah, that's... That's almost like horrible that 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 thought is planted into our minds already when we are so young. Like, go to school, study, get good grades, go to university, get good grades, like just go on and on and on and on. And then people just massive breakdowns comes and then they are at work and they're like, oh, my God, my thought was, is this going to be my life? Actually, really, Mm -hmm. I have studied 16 years of my life and... (laughs) Is it now everything here? And I like, oh, I didn't freak out, but I was like, no way. There's got to be something else. Yeah. And the really important factor for me was actually, <laughs> it was some picture in Facebook that I found. And it had four questions that I read through. The first, it was like something about, is this your job or your dream job? And the first question was, are you good at it? I'm like, hell yeah, I am good <laughs> with teaching. Uh, next was, does the world need it? Oh, yes, world definitely need teachers. Third one, do you get good paid for it? I'm like, yeah, well, I, okay, good paid. I was like satisfied with my salary. The fourth one, do you love it? No, mm-hmm. no way. I did not love what I did. I mean... The kids were nice and the, my colleagues were nice, but did I actually love it? That was really easy. No. <laughs> and that was the moment I really realized, like, no, okay, this is not for me. Time to look for something else. Time to follow the heart. Yeah, tell, tell. I want you to tell this story, right? In, in everything we talked about before and everything you sent in, you know, to come on the show, you were talking about the story of your throat chakra and how this has been a lifelong story. You even have a chapter in your book dedicated to it. Really just take us through that story because it's so powerful. Like I loved, I love the way you open your book too. Like you just have some really (laughs) powerful stories and I want you to share them. Yeah. Well, then when I realized that I do want to do something else with my life, uh, Kundalini Yoga was in really, or has had back then and still has really important place in my life. So it was one Kundalini Yoga class that it just like lightning strike. It hit me like, oh my God, well, this is what I want. Because I have always been really, really spiritual person since I was a little girl. So it had it had everything. It had, had those mantras and singing and spirituality, chakras teaching, all these things, what I loved. So I applied to Kundalini Yoga teacher training and I became certified Kundalini Yoga teacher. And that world kind of sucked me in, but (laughs) there was quite many things that I did not accept or rebel me. I was like wondering, 
if someone is like telling me this is how you're supposed to do things i'm straight like um no my heart tells a different story uh, for example kundalini yogis often wear white or they may have white turbans on or they are vegan or at least like vegetarian and do not drink any alcohol well <laughs> that's like no 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 and no for me right <laughs> uh, i am i do eat meat even of course if i i prefer organic meat and i don't eat meat every day that's also remember because veggies are important for us i do love wine especially sparkling wine and i do love luxury i do love five-star hotels <laughs> by the beach and like all this stuff and when i then opened my yoga studio and i opened it like from the scratch i didn't have any client base whatsoever but i just knew it was something i needed to do like i wanted to open my own place and the clients didn't start to roll in as fast as I was hoping for, even if I did have a really good communication with the universe and I was like asking help from God and yeah, you know, the greater, greater mind. And then I started to doubt myself, like, okay, what's like going on here? Why, why isn't my business like, why, why doesn't it like just start to roll uh, better? And then I started to doubt myself, like, am I doing now something wrong? Like, should I now start to be a vegetarian? Should I mm. now do this and that? And that was a quite long journey. I think it took like half year, one year that I really doubted myself. But then it was one holiday trip in Europe, in Alanya, in Turkey. And it was a, actually, it was a Kundalini Yoga retreat held in five-star, all-inclusive luxury hotel. <laughs> and I loved every second of it. And it was my first vacation ever without kids or husband. Wow. So my kids were back, I think they were five and six or something like that, or five. And yeah, my first week abroad alone in that beautiful luxurious place I was like hallelujah I'm home <laughs> and you know the feeling just like I felt like all the puzzles clicked and I realized like this is me this is my truth uh, there is nothing wrong with the fact that I can be a kundalini yoga teacher that I can be a reiki healer that I can do this and this and this and I can still follow my heart follow my intuition eat what uh, what I need, eat what feels good in my body and all the other stuff. So that was like this really turning point, mm -hmm. <laughs> one luxurious yoga retreat. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then I realized like this is the message I want to bring people since I have kind of bumped into many persons and stories that people want to be more spiritual or want to find something more out of their life go deeper but then they are a little bit afraid like no i don't want to give up this and this and i don't want to dress all cotton clothes and you know i don't want to give up my heels well you don't have to yes yes <laughs> you can be yourself I love that. And it, it is a journey because, you know, I, I think I always had some rebel in me and I always did things outside the norm. However, mm -hmm. I also very much played by the rules. You know, yeah. I was also, a, I, I followed all the rules. I wanted to, 
you know, get the pat on the back. I wanted to get the good grades. I wanted to, you know, get the praise and stuff. And even just, you know, my journey, and I and I know I've shared this on the podcast a bunch, but it's it's relevant, you know, to this. I went into corporate America where my first job was working for a company that was in Ohio, so in the Midwest. And it was all about like, you have to wear pantyhose with your suits. Like that was definitely like the thing that you had to do or you weren't professional. Like there was all these rules. Like I had to get a blue suit and a black suit and it had to be very conservative and all these things, right? So that's what I started with. And I was green, like I was new. So I was like, okay, this is what they do. But then as I went through my, you know, career, you know, where I ended, in my corporate America career was with a company where I dyed my hair purple, pink, and blue. And I wore, you know, bright orange dress and I, you know, like whatever, like orange polka dot dress. And I just owned it. (laughs) But even then I still colored in the lines because, you know, the older people who were at the companies I was at said that it had Mm -hmm. to be a certain way. And I was always curious. I'm like, why does it have to be that way? Because okay, I know that impressions are important, but if I also can bring the goods, if I'm also good at what I do, why does it matter what I'm wearing? You know? So like, what do you think about that? You know, when you're stepping into who you are and you're like stepping and owning your voice, how, how for you is just being a rebel? I don't know. Like, how can we do this? How can we embrace that rebel aspect of ourself? Just love yourself more. I don't know, just self-love, love yourself the way you are. Just freaking look at the mirror, stay out loud, yell, dance, do whatever. But just you really need to love yourself. I think that's the first step and accept yourself the way you are. And then after that, it's just baby steps. Like like I said, I do eat meat now, but I don't know if I'm going to be a meat eater always. I don't know. Life changes. Everything changes. My truth changes since I believe there is no ultimate truth. Like there is, I have this truth now and it can be totally different in five, 10 years. Who knows? But just like accept the one you are right now, today and go from there. Love yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's and like you don't have to try to be someone because you already are. You are like a divine human being already, like a spiritual being just in a human body. (laughs) We are all souls already perfect the way we are. And I think I, I get it now where I'm at. But if I can step into my brain where I was at before, I would intellectually like what you were saying. But I would also wonder, like, I'd be like, well, I already am myself. When really, when I look back, there was things I always wanted to explore, but like I was afraid to explore them. For example, I got the idea I wanted to do like partial dreads in my hair. And Mm -hmm. I would have never, ever, ever done that. Or even if I thought about it, I wouldn't have done it while I was in corporate America. But I still would have been like, but I'm being myself. I'm still loving myself, right? But as I like peeled those layers off, yeah, there was something else there. So I guess the question is, how do you know you're like, hey, love yourself. But how do you know if what you're loving is actually like that true self that's coming out? Yeah, that's a hard one. Tricky one. I guess it's also something to do with the way you feel. Can you feel like really joy around you and in your life? It, because joy is so important aspect of life also. Mm-hmm. So and like the feeling good 
like wherever you are, whatever you do, and who, however you kind of like define yourself, your own personality. So do you feel good about it? Do you feel joyful? Can you experience joy around other people? And also like honoring other people's truth. Mm-hmm. Like in Kundalini Yoga, we have this mantra, Sat Nam. Sat meaning the truth and Nam uh, meaning the, like the name, identity. And it means I am honoring my truth, but I am also honoring your truth. So I guess it's also accepting yourself and your own truth, and then you can accept others and vice versa. When you can accept the other's truth also, then you know that, okay, now I'm pretty good, like balance here. You get what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense because it's like, still a journey, yeah. right? Because there's different yeah. layers as this unfolds. And I love what you said about, you know, checking in and seeing like, how does this feel to me? Because it's almost like yeah. if you feel like there's this person inside of you or this voice inside of you that's like trying to get out, you know, or yeah. like, like, God, let me out. Yeah. I can't stand your this. Your body will tell. Yeah. That's also like listening to your body. Your yeah. body always tells. The thing also with throat chakra, and with every chakras, because our bodies are a mirror, like you know, and probably your listeners also, if not, so now you know, body is your mirror. Yeah. <laughs> it always tells where all the, where all the, uh, like, imbalances are. So, for example, throat chakra, like, I have struggled with it so much. Every time I'm, like, really excited or, like, I'm really nervous about something, about expressing my own truth, or I, I know I have to go somewhere up to the stages or some other thing comes up so I always get really tense around here in my neck and like almost get this like throat pain and I know that it's not any real pain like Mm -hmm. I have kind of like I know the difference when my throat is actually like hurting that I'm getting flu or something and the difference when it's only some weird tingling now I know there is something going on and then I ask myself questions like okay have I been totally honest myself is there something that I'm not telling myself is there something that I am maybe lying to myself so you know body tells yeah. body is so wise yeah I mean that's come up as a theme throughout this entire series of, yeah, of being exactly. able to tune in and yeah listen to your body and I think because we work with a lot of a-type entrepreneurs and professionals and yeah. do you know what a-type is do you guys have that saying uh I have heard it but it, remind me again yeah so the a types are like you know the overachievers the perfectionists the people go 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 i didn't know how that translated for you so yeah but (laughs) no but i had heard it before but it was the same like i was thinking yeah Yeah. it's like so we work with that type of person and and that's 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 me and i've been working on like unfolding all those things so you know the tuning into the body when you're going so fast sun up to sundown a lot of times you ignore your body or you ignore these notions, like you said, with the tingling in the throat or whatever. And I think too, being a perfectionist or being, you know, an overachiever, you expect so much from yourself. Like you just expect mm-hmm. to, that you should already have this done. You should already yeah. have mastered yeah. this. What's wrong with you? Like it's a lot, of, mm-hmm. it can be a lot of negative self-talk depending on if that's kind of the way that it shows up for you. So I guess what, what I wanted to kind of go into is like with the throat chakra, like you said, when you're paying attention you know, dig a little bit more into your story. Like, what was it like when you hadn't embraced your voice and you hadn't stepped into that when it was really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, my voice 
was like cracking really often and all this kind of like <coughs> all this kind of came oh, wow. really much and well like well not stuttering but always really hard to express myself mm-hmm. and that's also I have one whole chapter about this well it's kind of like the lane in my book throughout this theme but I have especially one chapter in my book it's called spit it out and it's about my realization that since throat chakra is all about communication right so I have been speaking now much about my own truth and about expressing your one's truth but it's also about listening um so when I was feeling really uncomfortable and feeling that my voice cracked a lot and then I was also feeling like or I felt like people weren't listening to me I always felt like I was about to say something and then someone other just like took took the place and then like okay okay I didn't want to say anything either Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyway so I felt like I was not being listened to and then I realized later how these two connected, like listening skills and speaking skills. Then when I became more brave and became more honest with myself that I wanted to express my own truth, then I start to notice, ah, okay, now people are listening to me. So it was all before this, when I was that shy uh, girl, un- like not confident, so then it was like people were not actually paying attention to what I, what I said. And then I also realized that I wasn't a good listener either. Like it's always so really easy to blame on others. You don't listen to me. Why don't you listen to me? <laughs> and then I realized, okay, well, you know what? My listening skills are not that good either. Since listening has to do so much about being present and to like really genuinely be interested in what the other says. And I am still (laughs) way to go with that. For example, when my nine-year-old boy comes and like, blah, 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 mom, this and that, mom, this and that. Uh It's like, okay, slow down. And still, I know I have a long way to go. But anyway, just, just to be present and really listen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can read all about that from my book. (laughs) Yeah. What's the name of your book? Share the name of your book. Yeah. It's called A Path to Nirvana, A Rebel Journey Towards Freedom and Inner Peace. Love that. And it's available. I think I saw it's available on Amazon in the U.S. And then where if you're outside the U.S.? Uh, Amazon.de. So from German. Okay, perfect. So I'm curious, and I don't know if you've ever explored this. So when you were talking about when when your throat chakra was blocked, or when you know, you really had stepped into your voice, Mm -hmm. and how it was like, you would maybe go to say something and then maybe didn't take that chance, or you started to be Mm -hmm. like, Oh, you know, have you ever explored the difference between someone who's more introverted, and shy or introverted just by itself? And they're not speaking up because that's more their style. And then, you know, when it's someone who really could be speaking up. Does my question make sense? Um, Like, have you ever explored that? And maybe you haven't. I don't know. But I was just thinking. Yeah, Yeah, it makes sense. But I'm like thinking I have maybe not. That's an interesting subject to to look on. But no, I don't maybe have any 
in the own. Well, I was just thinking, right, because if you're introverted, you may still be owning your space. You may still have a voice. And when you do speak up, you own your truth. You know, so also, too, I was just thinking if someone's an introvert and they're listening and they're like, well, that happens to me. But I guess maybe it wouldn't happen to them because they wouldn't feel like, oh, I should have said something there. They're content with not saying anything. Yeah. Maybe that's the difference, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think of my husband, Jay, because he's more introverted, right? Yeah. And it's like, he doesn't speak very often. And an extrovert could look at that and be like, oh, well, his throat chakra, he needs to speak more. Yeah. But yeah, when yeah. he no, speaks, no, no. it's very mm. on purpose. And it's very mm. intentional and very thought out. Like it's yeah, not, that's, it's not that's on accident. You pointed that out because it actually, it has nothing to do with how much you speak. No, no, no. It's just like the thing that you, when you speak, you say it like, with power, actually, from your third chakra, with power, and then through your fourth chakra, with love, and then you express it through your fifth chakra. So it's never only the fifth chakra, as now listeners <laughs> has been on this amazing journey with you, because all the chakras are connected, right? Mm-hmm. So it all starts from your belly, from your, from your fire, your place of from your fire Mm -hmm. uh your place of your own will and and confidence and then you always really important at least i think it's really important that everything what you say you say it through your heart chakra with love so it's like saying things loud and clear but with honesty and love (laughs) and it doesn't mean that you have to be an an extrovert of course yeah, we are all different, and no one never ever can know what's happening inside of another person. Never. So what you talked about there, where it's kind of like through your fire, through your you know, with love, and then speak yeah. it out. So one of the things that you had talked about before, or you know, you talked about in the intake forum, was about speaking your truth. Yeah. So I guess I guess it's another. This is another just like hypothetical question, and and you guys know after all these that these are all conversations, and like if I stump the speaker, it's not on purpose. It's just I'm. It's curious questions in the conversation, right? So if you're talking about speaking your truth, mm-hmm. I'm also wondering like the difference, or if there is a difference, because sometimes there are things I want to say, I just don't say them because I don't necessarily want to like hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. So what do you think speaking and owning your truth? What does that look like to you? Or what is that journey like? Or when do you cross the line? And maybe it's too much. And you're too maybe yeah. maybe your throat chakra is too overactive. I don't know if there's such a thing. Yeah, really good question. Yeah. And definitely your all your chakras can be overactive or underactive or like unbalanced balance. Yes, that was a good, good point. So uh, what was the question now? Just, I totally lost it. No, the, the uh, because owning... I went, <laughs> I went into overactive and underactive. <laughs> no, but that was kind of part of it, like owning your truth and speaking your truth. How do you know if yeah, it's like too yeah. much? Now I got it again. Yeah, yeah. thank you. So um, it's like really now. Now actually, I'm, you know what I'm feeling like my own throat chakra is like waking up. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh my God. But this is so good thing because you are never ready. And like my whole journey has been about throat chakra and I'm I'm not even close ready. So this is exactly a good, like I'm here kind of like speaking on your show about my journey and like how I have been 
struggling with it and I, I still do. We are never ready and I'm always learning new and I'm like really physically almost feeling like it's getting stuck here. Oh my gosh, that's interesting. Uh, I'm sorry, you have to say that once more that because I'm like totally, I lost it. This is awesome. This is actually, this, this is, is so this weird. is such a learning experience but, right and here. I want to be, I want to be honest here. You know what I'm, I'm, this is exactly what I'm speaking. So one more time, we were speaking about underactive and overactive. And then you said about owning your truth and speaking your truth. So yeah. if you're going to do that, how do you know when it's too much and you're being maybe too abrasive yes. or too... Thank you. Because that I just lost it. Yeah, I usually, by myself, if having a conversation with someone uh, and then, then I totally disagree, then I just like try to use the love and really say it as, as honest as I can, but with love. I have found that that's the best way to do it. Uh, but then also there is occasions that I have just learned that maybe sometimes it's just to better, like keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's the balancing, follow your gut, listening to your intuition, what do you do? But to say your truth, if you know that with your truth, you actually gonna hurt someone. So then maybe I would be careful with what I say. But yes, I have been in, 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 many of that kind of situations, especially now with this COVID thing, because we all have really many stuff going on and really many opinions and really many truths about this whole situation. So I've been in a few of that kind of situ situation that I have felt like I would like to share my truth, but I have anyway felt like maybe in this case, it's like better to try to change the subject or just say like, yeah, well, how, how, how about the weather? You yeah. Know? That. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's a good point yeah. because I think, I'm trying to think back, I think it was like a therapist I was working with who told me there will be a time, especially as it relates to COVID and your truths about co like COVID or politics or whatever, there'll be a time, yeah. and, and really this could be anything, I guess, anything that's extremely touchy and controversial, right? Mm -hmm. There'll be a time when mm -hmm. it's time for you to go fight. Meaning not, yeah. you know, not fight, but it's like when you can stand in your power and there's going to be some kind of a movement or some kind of a thing that you can put your energy into constructively in a way that supports and, and aligns with your higher truth and aligns with your power. And exactly. that's where you can go, you know, stand in your power, share your truth, mm. go fight for what yeah. you think is right or whatever that is. But yeah. then a lot Just of like times- follow your intuition. Yes, yes. But then a lot of times, you know, like along the way, think where people get it mixed up is they're trying to argue with people online or argue with their mom or brother who believes really different. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the purpose? What's the purpose yeah. of arguing just to prove you're right? Like, like you said, it's, it's leading with love. And even though yeah. that is your truth. And I think you're, I think that you are allowed to still share your truth, but if it mm -hmm. always ends up in an explosion or if it always ends yeah. up in like weird tense feelings, like you said, mm -hmm. it's maybe better to go all right, let's not talk change. about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like exactly. and you sense it like yeah. with with who you can. I, I believe you sense it. Yeah. You totally can. You can. I mean, think about mm -hmm. pre-COVID and pre 2020, right? Like mm -hmm. at least here, abortion was one of those topics that you just didn't talk about with people. Maybe you yeah. talked about with friends, but you weren't gonna like openly be like, Well, what do you think, you know, about mm -hmm. abortion? Because it was just gonna yeah. create a lot of 
attention. Intention. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was just a lot. So I think those are some good examples. And like you said, it's really about tuning into your body and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. learning because sometimes we will make mistakes and that's okay. Yeah. That's part of the journey. Like I just did now. I think it's so awesome <laughs> that you asked me twice a question. I'm like, can you repeat one more? Because I just felt like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like I, I went to from other conversations to other, and then I totally forgot that first step. And then I was just like, I was, I was kind of like having this panic moment in my head, like, oh, shit, oh, shit. What I'm supposed to say. Right, right. <laughs> and this is exactly this life. And this is. Yeah, this is awesome. But you, you're you demonstrating really well, like a, a way to handle it with grace and ease where you're just laughing. Yeah. You know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Laugh to yourself. It's not like this I mortifying think... moment that you just. Exactly. It's just, whatever. You're human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So one of the things that I wanted to, you know, really explore is like on your website, you mentioned like, are you ready to find your inner power and show yourself to the world? Mm-hmm. Do you have a process or how do you how do you help someone find their inner power and show themselves? Yes. Well, I do have one-on-one clients, so one-on-one work. And then I have also different kind of a group, group programs. One is actually starting soon, pretty soon. I think it already has started when this episode comes. It could be like that. It's called Rock Your Business and this mastermind. And then I have also this e-course called Soul Business Creator. And there in that e-course, there's actually different levels that you can pick. You can have only the e-course if you would like to uh, do like that, or then you can book me and have me as a coach there. Love that. As well, but yeah, one-on-one or group programs or online. Where where can they go to find you for those? My website is KirstiEnglund.love. <laughs> nice. Spell it out. Spell it out. <laughs> it's K-I-R-S-I-E-N-G-L-U-N-D. Dot love. Yes, I love the dot <laughs> but, oh, but it's easy. Uh, England, so it's almost like England, there's just like you in the end. Yes, I love it. It's so it's such a beautiful <laughs> name. What would be your best tip to somebody who's ready to really embrace their inner power, step into their throat chakra, and really just be like, I'm here, world. What would be your biggest tip that you would give? Well, actually, that. Love your mistakes. Love yes. you. And like, screw love everyone <laughs> else. <laughs> don't, don't think what everyone else thinks. Even if I know that's really hard, that has took me years and years work and still it it's a lot of work for me to put myself out there put myself on instagram facebook do live videos everything it's like still every time a bit frightening but i'm learning and like yeah also action do stuff like get out of your fucking conference so like imagine I am from Finland here now speaking with you and the most uncomfortable (laughs) thing ever since this kind of speaking has always been a big issue for me. But here I am. And I think this is my, this is my second or third. It's my second, like this kind of like real podcast ever. Mm -hmm. So it's just go the fuck out of your comfort zone. Be you, be real. 
Well, and even so, I mean, you speak multiple languages, so I'm not sure which one's your first, second, third, or however many you speak, but is is English your first language? No, Finnish. Yeah, so there you go. Already right there, like you're already doing a podcast interview in a second language. I mean, I think that's more than enough to celebrate. Like, yeah, and to be able to have like a really like a comprehensive (laughs) discussion. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine me doing a Finnish one with you? I would be, be like, yeah, what up? <laughs> like, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like about being proud of yourself. And yeah. that's like we humans, we forget it just so easily, all the things we have already done. That's also a good tip for you to write down all the things like what you have already done. And when you get this or oh shit, like moments or oh shit, I'm not enough. Like, who am I to do this? Who am I to go and do that? So just wrote yourself a note somewhere. All the things that you have already done and like really see the list and like, wow, actually, that's me. Wow, good job. (laughs) Right. Like, remind yourself of all the things you have already done. That's a form. And laugh to your mistakes. Yeah. Well, it's a form of self-love, right? It's like celebrating yeah, exactly. the wins and just, you know, letting yourself appreciate and and enjoy those moments mm-hmm. again and again mm-hmm. and again and again. Yeah. You know, and it's not necessarily exactly. having an ego or a big head. It's just really just reflecting and looking back on yeah. all the it's, progress. Exactly. You know, sometimes yeah, celebration, it's so important. Yeah, like it's a big part because sometimes like, especially since we work with people and I mean, they come to us for weight loss, but they get so much more. Like it's like, mm-hmm. we always say like losing mm-hmm. weight's the byproduct. And yeah. if you just focus on weight loss, you know, you're going to be yes. like, oh, why didn't I do it? Why didn't I do it? Why didn't I do it? And you, you know, along the way versus like, if you're just having fun and enjoying the journey and making the other little changes, next thing you know, you're like, oh my God, I lost 30 pounds. Ooh, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Exactly. And a lot of yeah. times because you see yourself in the mirror every day, you don't even realize you lost the weight because yeah. you think you look the same as you did. If you look back, you're like, holy cow, that shirt doesn't fit me anymore. Those pants don't or whatever. Yeah. You know, I've outgrown yeah. all those things. Oh, That's I the same thing with life. Approach. Yeah. It's the same thing with life. You can look back and be like, I outgrow, I, I outgrew those things. And I would venture to say that Anybody listening to this podcast is into personal development, growing, leveling up, really stepping into the next level in their life. And you are not the same you of last year. You can't be. You can't be. And if you are, then that's another question. Yeah, that's another question. And you can contact (laughs) Jenny or me (laughs) to go deeper in that if you wish. Right. Actually, if you do feel like that, that you are like a little bit stuck or you would like to do something else, I have this freebie uh, in my website. You can go and check it out. It's the seven-day free e-course about finding your purpose. Ooh. So if you feel like a little bit stuck and what would be my next step, what is my message, these kind of questions. So go and check that out. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. I love that. And there's a lot of people, especially coming out of, of these COVID times, you know, because COVID mm. is really... Yeah you know, how to stop and really evaluate our life. So if you're feeling like you're wondering what the next steps are, that's perfect. I love that you put that Mm -hmm. together, you know, and if you're listening and you're like, there's something inside you tickling, let's say we just talked about paying attention to your body, right? You might feel it in your solar plexus. You might feel it in your heart. You might feel it in your throat. You might feel it in your throat, wherever you're feeling that little like nudge. If you're feeling it, just take that earth action. Yeah. Take the action. I love that. Uh, Walt Disney's 
quote. Uh, how does it now go? Well, of course, I can't come up with now. But he says something like, take take the action. Oh, no. Okay, went away. Well, anyway, take action. <laughs> take action. I know I pulled up quotes, but he has so many. Uh, the way yeah. the way to get started is to quit talking and begin <laughs> doing. Is that it? That one. The way to get started is to take action. Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I got you, girl. I got you. Uh, Perfect. I'm your I'm your throat chakra uh, comrade. Uh, speaker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your throat chakra comrade. I'm here to support you and be like, you got this. Uh, Just kidding. You perfect. you already have it. You've already been on an amazing journey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so Thank you excited. so much for being with you. Yes. Such a learning experience again for me. And now I, you know, I have another thing I can add to my list. Well done. <laughs> yes, I love it. And thank you for coming on, you guys. This was such a powerful episode about the throat chakra. Stay tuned for next week's episode as we close it off. Thank you, Kirsi. Or as you taught me before, Kirsi. Kirsi. Yeah with a sharp R <laughs> <laughs> to come on. So grateful that you're able to join us because I know it's really late for you. So thank you for joining yeah. and see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Life Adventurous podcast. If you love this episode, remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. For course information, freebies, and to stay connected, join our Ohana, that means family, at www.2jhala.com forward slash Ohana. Remember to stay positive, Enjoy the journey, and most of all, keep those eyes open for all of the adventures surrounding you.